We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. What's up, people? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello, Xanifer. Oh, hello, Jake. How are uh, you doing today on this beautiful, sunny Thursday you know, afternoon? Uh, day by day, week by week, the bags under my eyes get bigger, but, mm. but so does the smile on my face when we get to see each other for this podcast, dude, because every time we see each other for this podcast, mm. somehow we have crazy stuff to talk about. Well, it's just because our esports in general, just it can't calm down for like five seconds. Sometimes uh. I wish they could give us like a little bit of a break. Ain't no breaks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not wrong. This training will never stop. It's going to be a fun one. We hope you guys all enjoy. Ready to roll it? Yeah. Uh, as always, though, real quick reminder, if you'd like to listen to the podcast on the go, check us out as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network on iTunes, Spotify, your favorite podcast platform of choice. Wow, that was a nice little reel there. Hey, Anyways, you know, I got it on deck. Let's roll on to the, uh, the big old topics. All right, a little double hitter for you for the first story, Zane. Okay, okay. Double hitter. Is that a baseball term? No, I think... I, <laughs> Wow, I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> I'm gen- I genuinely don't know. My mind is really kind of tripping today, but double fair hitter play, in, in, the, in the fact of two personalities out there, both start uh, their names with the letter N, that being Ninja, that being Nade Shot, mm. both making remarks in the past week or two about our favorite platform, that being Mixer. 
And I thought it brought to light even Beautiful further things. issues, which mm -hmm. we already talked about this past week as well. If you guys did miss it, now Forbes has published articles alongside others as well, year over year, and including of which was the big signing of Ninja and Shroud. We have all platforms during this past year doing very well, especially during quarantine period, potentially double-digit, sometimes triple-digit growth. Facebook doing the best, by the way. We, Surprisingly. Hey, we talked about their numbers. Yeah, They're nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as they've only signed a few people, but still, they do very well over there. Along with those though we saw quarantine numbers and year-over-year -year numbers for Mixer be tremendously low as compared to those platforms. And why I bring up Ninja and Nadeshot because within a few days we actually touched on last week it was Ninja on a podcast calling this quarantine period and a lack of advertisement by Mixer literally said a missed opportunity. And uh, the mm -hmm. podcast uh, host Bob Menery was talking to Ninja saying you guys should be booming right now right? And you just hear the the, the pain, tone. the yep. pain in his voice. He has to go, well, <laughs> no, not really. We actually missed an opportunity with advertisement, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. We'll see, you know, how that comes to be. And then Nate shot a few days later on stream talking about mixer bags no longer being handed out. I thought both kind of brought to light some great points, one of which was 100%. missed opportunities during mm -hmm. quarantine, the other of which we pointed out several times, they're not signing big names. Mm -hmm. So I don't have too much of a question for you, but more so, how do you see this yeah, when top gen figures? General thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. You know, on in Ninja's case, uh, I'd say it's kind of ridiculous for him to blame Mixer entirely for this. Uh, I mean, 100% see where he's coming from. Mixer definitely missed a huge opportunity for growth here. But Ninja's in a position where why wasn't he advertising? I've not seen a single ad run by Ninja's PR team for Mixer to catch his stream on Mixer anywhere. They definitely could. Microsoft wouldn't get in their way of that, and it wow. wouldn't, wouldn't be that expensive for I him. didn't expect you to go after Ninja like this. I mean, he <laughs> tweets out every single time and goes on social media to talk about Yeah, but that's live. not an ad. That's like, that's like you know, saying like, hey guys who already follow me. Well, you know, what do you, you want to bring him to do? Take to Twitter every day and no. be like, hey guys, just a reminder, Mixer's great. Get, like, some, get some actual ads rolling. Start a YouTube ad campaign. Get a Twitter ad campaign rolling. Hit up Facebook even. Who knows? Why is that going to be are on, other his, options. on his end to do those kind of well, things? Well, obviously not on Ninja as an individual, but I think like his team should have looked at it and been like, okay, at how many weeks do you wait of seeing Mixer isn't doing anything for us here before you say, okay, now we've got to kind of take matters into our own hands and try to you know, expand a little but bit. I don't understand how you can expect possibly Ninja's team to make that dent, right? There's obviously they're not oh, Microsoft. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're, I'm not expecting anything huge, but I mean, I would have appreciated like something. And I, I realized he's doing the PR tour uh, to some extent. And he was going to, and yeah. unfortunately that was all canceled by the mm -hmm. quarantine. So he mm -hmm. actually did mention that. Thanks. Yeah. That's a good point to make. Yeah. He actually had a gigantic PR tour, which was underway. We mm -hmm. saw him go on so many shows and yeah, podcasts. Yeah, one shout out to Mask Stinger. And unfortunately that went down the tubes <laughs> and down uh -huh. the drains with uh -huh. all of this. Um, so obviously he can't do it all himself. That at least that's my take, and yeah. I think it it sucks to see when he calls out a missed opportunity at just where this this platform is at, and then mm. Nade shot doubles down, and we we know that Mixer's not offering big deals anymore. Yeah, which I mean, can they really? I I hate to be in a boardroom with somebody trying to justify like paying somebody millions to sign the mixer right now when they so much proof it doesn't work yeah and then year over year and especially during quarantine period to see the growth be so marginal mm -hmm. it makes you wonder at what point do the viewership numbers or mixer numbers all of a sudden go negative and then is is that when the, the plug is pulled or when is that plug going to be pulled will it be pulled when 10 cent comes over here that's when the plug gets pulled yeah who sure, is on the way uh, it, you, it, people are going <laughs> to stop by this and they're going to think, ah, oh, nice little Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, Facebook debate. Uh. And then you keep on bringing in who you and do you. And they're like, Zan, and until it happens, they're going to they're gonna make well, fun hey, of you. 
Give, name one instance when Tencent swings big like this and when it hasn't worked out brilliantly. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out with yeah, Valorant and other uh -huh. things. Either way, uh, yeah, streaming yeah, yeah, discussions they continue to be mm -hmm. great talking points, <laughs> and uh, we're not hating on the platform, guys. Oh, absolutely not. Just uh, signs are still not good for Mixer. Speaking of less than ideal numbers, let's put it nicely. Uh, let's talk about the Overwatch League for a moment, Jake. Let's do it. Uh, for Ever since the Overwatch League moved over to YouTube, people have been asking for the return of drops because that was a huge boon for them while they were over on Twitch. Mm -hmm. uh, just this week, they've added them back, but not quite in the way a lot of people would have hoped. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, but also, yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild to see this company continually just stumble over their feet with like what should be the easiest slam dunks possible. But I mean, it is what it is. Let's get into it. Uh, so what, let's start with the positive first. Let's be nice, you know. A uh, couple really good changes. Um, basically, uh, viewers will now earn five Overwatch to League tokens for each hour of the Overwatch League watch. That's uh, two more tokens than previous seasons. They used to only get three. Uh, not only that, but now it counts all of your all of your time watch watching whether or not you log off for your period of time or not. Previously, if you watched for 30 minutes and then you said you had to go do something else, right, at the log off, uh, you would have lost all that time going towards your tokens. You would okay. have had to start from scratch. Now, if you watch it, yeah, it's cumulative. Yeah, which is, hey, that's a nice move. Very, mm -hmm. you know, consumer friendly right there. Um, now here's where things get a little, a little less than ideal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you have to have a Blizzard account to watch, which makes sense. They got to give you the tokens somehow. Yeah. But you can't even get tokens on YouTube. What? Yeah, you can't get tokens on YouTube. In order to earn Overwatch League tokens from watching live Overwatch League matches, you have to be watching on Blizzard's website or on Blizzard's app. Oh, and so is Blizzard's website probably... Did the view, does the view still go to YouTube, but you can't view directly on YouTube? Is that actually confirmed? Don't, yeah, that's confirmed. Okay, if you guys don't, don't know, know yeah. YouTube Gaming made a huge move. They acquired mm. Overwatch League as well as CDL Broadcasting, right? So they mm. broadcast exclusively when it comes to streaming platforms on YouTube, not on Twitch any longer. It was a huge move to make. Both those leagues, though, viewership-wise, you know, Call of Duty a bit better when it comes time for comparison of previous yep. Yep. COD events. Overwatch League took a big dip in viewership. So a lot of people were calling for drops mm -hmm. in some sort of system to increase viewership. Call Anything of Duty, to help. Call of Duty will have drops coming to it, but those are actually through YouTube, I do believe. As far as we know, for now. Yeah. I don't uh, believe which, they're through Activision or the, but if this is the case, if this is the case, we don't Blizzard. know. Yeah, because it's not like they didn't announce, hey guys, you can only watch like here very publicly, very loudly. It's very sneakily put in the terms and conditions. Like they're not long terms and conditions, but I mean. So we still have yet to find out if this is official. Just, oh, it just is so official. We, yeah. From, like, we know from, no from, from their what, statement. You cannot watch on YouTube to earn the tokens. They said you can, you have to watch your matches while logged in via either the Overwatch League website or the Overwatch League app. And this is a quote from their uh, from their rules. Viewers on any other platform will not be eligible to participate. Okay, so yeah. I'm just trying to save face a little bit, just in case there. I I'm, I'm just uh -huh. hoping there's some sort of miswording because yeah, I believe me, I didn't believe it either. I went to like several websites, several sources to like try to back check this because I believe it doesn't make any sense. Why would you not have drops on YouTube as well? It's already hard enough to get people to make the switch from Twitch to YouTube. Now they're asking to go to like just going to bring that up. Like yeah. this would this defeats the 
like you said, how they trip over themselves because mm -hmm. drops increase viewership. That's right. a given, unless you have those drops only available on another separate website. Mm -hmm. Guys, we just talked about Mixer last segment. Yeah. We have proven <laughs> no one wants to make the switch, no mm -hmm. matter how small that switch might be, right? Yeah, and I can't wait to see how many people show up to watch matches this upcoming Friday and are watching on YouTube and are just confused. They're like, why am I not getting my drops? Oh my like, why, where, where are my drops at? Hopefully it's different for Call of Duty. And Hopefully. I guess this weekend, again. Yeah, it's starting this weekend. Recorded podcast, so mm -hmm. we'll find out. And uh, if we do find out, and you are correct, Zan, we'll be back here talking about it sometime yeah. soon. Hopefully, they change their minds because eh. <laughs> drops have come to YouTube, kind of, or have they? <laughs> And before our next topic, guys, a quick message about our sponsor. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a bracket-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary and what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. And now, let's get back to the next topic. And Zan, next up, two very well-established organizations, one of which we talk a lot. Yes, the pursuing of the Asian scene for esports and mm. gaming does continue. You know Always exactly, growing. baby. Always what growing. What I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. It's going to be FaZe Clan NRG looking to pursue the League of Legends LCK. That's Ooh. the Korean. The next up for the big four to franchise in League of Legends, the world's top esport out there. We have the LCS for North America, LEC for Europe, LPL for China. And now when it comes to Korea, the LCK is set to franchise. 25 teams have expressed their interest through a letter of intent that does not mean they're going to officially apply of course but they do have interest this lines up exactly a lot of phase fans send us stuff which is great phase clan opened their discord a, a couple months back lee trink the phase clan ceo did come out and say they had interest in valorant rocket league and league of legends he even noted lcs maybe not we'll see we do have interest in league of legends but maybe not the lcs that has now officially come true as a couple other organizations including nrg mm -hmm. now also look to go play in Korea. Dude, this is... Makes all the sense in the world. Perfect sense. All the sense in the world. Especially since it's like such a developing region, like uh, in terms of, reasons, of like esports and stuff, right? Just getting in on like, it's not quite the ground floor, but it's pretty gosh darn close yeah. in comparison to the LCS or the LEC. And we've seen success of other League of mm. Legends franchise leagues. Like Absolutely. They are actually successful as compared to what we're seeing in Overwatch, right? Or at mm. least we think from an outside perspective, they look like they're doing very well. Uh, knock on wood. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but with that, we've also talked about FaZe Clan, other, other, you know, ironically enough, we have a guy like Hector Rodriguez, formerly of Optic. They too tried to go into the Asian market in India. He is now with NRG. FaZe Clan picked up a PUBG mobile team. They've entered Indonesia as well as Thailand in the Asian scene. This makes perfect sense to go alongside that. FaZe Clan, I think I'm going to focus on FaZe here. NRG no, that's fair. That's fair. still has great backing. I hope they possibly do be considered for this spot. When it comes to FaZe, this is just a tremendous move. Wow, we're touching on good FaZe news. Yeah. We do that. <laughs> Reset the clock, you know. We gotta like <laughs> but we do notice when they do yeah, possibly great things, we know them. They are so intertwined when it comes to mm -hmm. traditional sports. Yeah, absolutely. For the audio listeners, I'm wearing my FaZe X NFL t-shirt right now. Intertwined with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, entertainment, uh, the music industry, celebrities, of course, esports and gaming and content creation. And mm -hmm. now, to if they actually have a presence in Korea, dude... I, I might be overhyping this. I might sound like a, a fanboy myself, mm -hmm. which is funny to say. <laughs> but if they pull this off, I, like they've literally touched just about every aspect or every area 
that, that you can. If nothing else, FaZe is excellent at diversifying their portfolio. Mm-hmm. They've got everything you could want from an esports org, essentially. They've got the like the dedicated, just heads down, we're going to be just esports pros, we're going to grind and be competitive and nothing else in their CSGO roster and some of their other teams. Mm-hmm. They've got the drama in their personalities. They've, They've got, got the headlines. Yeah, exactly. They have the celebrity investors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They have the diverse portfolio of investors. Yep, they've got the merch on deck. All the drops. Relatively well. You music know? industry. Dude, uh-huh. we could go on. Yeah, and absolutely. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm very impressed by it. I mm. do. I'll, I'll, let's end on this. Of course, we talked about it, though. They do make some bad headlines, too. Yeah, of would, course. Would of that course. be reason for you, if you're Riot Games, to maybe not accept their letter of intent or accept their application? See, if I was at Riot, I think you probably sit down with FaZe and be like, okay, look, all right, we're setting hard rules. Y'all can't mess around with y- your partnership in our league. You know, like they'll probably put down like a hard line. Like if you step over this line, you're out. You lose your money. That's just that. But I think they'd accept them because at the end of the day, FaZe is a great org to have on your involved in your scene. Yeah. Uh, either way, I'm excited for it. We'll see what happens. This is, again, early on in the process, but at least mm. FaZe Clan, NRG, 23 other teams are expressing interest in the Korean League of Legends scene for the LCK franchisement. Will they be selected? We'll find out in the future. All right, Jake, this is a bit of an unfortunate one for me because I hate to be reporting on this like this. I'd hate, I'd hope this story was going another way, but let's talk about Amazon's first actual video game release that they were pitching as close to AAA, maybe AA. Audio listeners can't can't see me right now, but I'm shaking my head. It is. It is. Here is my review in a couple sentences. I went Say, to go play with. What, what is the game? Is it's it? called Crucible. <laughs> Just a, the game's name. You probably almost, haven't heard of it. Yeah, right? you probably haven't heard of it. You don't need to, honestly. You can ignore this game for the next several months, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way this went down yesterday is like uh, our our friend of the show, uh, Chris, and I were going to play some Crucible last night, right? Uh, I was a little bit delayed doing some family stuff. By the time I hit him up to let him know that I was delayed, he was like, "Yeah, I already uninstalled it. It's bad." <laughs> And it is unfortunate, but this is Amazon. Amazon, once again, the company that owns Twitch, which arguably is one of the big, biggest gaming and esports companies in the world. And only expanding further in yeah, the gaming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's unfortunate that their first game is really a bit of a stinker. It feels like an alpha release that really needed six more months in the oven. And, I mean, I don't know if you have too much to say on this. I don't know if you've looked at it much, but... Unfortunately, y'all out there, if you've heard about Crucible and you were interested in Amazon's first attempt at something that could be used in esports, because they did say they wanted to get involved in esports. We talked about that. I think from, again, I can't speak from too much. I don't know too much about this, but that also Mm. speaks to the lack of, I I would say, fully engaging when it comes to their advertisement or promotion of this game. And of course, Mm. with the release as well, I think they're trying to do so many things with this Mm. game. And they're kind of just trying to swing a big old swing and maybe something hits. Yeah, that is one of the weird things about it. It feels like the game doesn't know what type of game it's yeah, trying it's to like, be. <laughs> like we want to be a bit of everything, yeah. maybe not one thing, and, and maybe touch esports in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say overall it it makes me interested to see. Amazon has an MMO in the works, correct? Yeah, but that also looks very not good. Exactly. And yeah. so obviously probably separate teams completely, but this mm-hmm. does not get my hopes up for that. And I am an, I've wanted MMO, Zan. Especially during quarantine. No, yeah, so I know. I'm, I want to I'm sorry to tell you, it's not Amazon's. That's not going to be the game. <laughs> and, and, and again, not just Crucible, yeah. but with their MMO, people have said the same, uh, you know, things. And maybe, you know, obviously it's a learning process, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just get out there and all of a sudden hit uh, right from the start. Uh, they've, been trying, they've been trying this for a while. Yeah. All of their other projects have been objective failures. Let's be real here. 
And this is right. It's skirting that line of like they could bring it back, maybe. Well, was it but Thomas Edison found 999 ways to not invent the light bulb. Is that I probably frick? I probably messed up. I, I hope I got it right, so our camera got it. Uh -huh, Petey boy uh -huh. doesn't torch me with that one. But again, you can't hit every. You can't, you can't hit everyone. You can't hit everyone, but you can at least hit one, and they have yet to hit one. And this, this, this was the hope was that this would be the one. Yeah, and we'll and, see. We'll see if it turns around. I, mm -hmm. I think for me overall, what I take from this is it lowers my expectations for Amazon for now. Oh yeah, absolutely. The way I feel about Amazon going forward as a game developer, pay attention to the release date and then schedule six months out for that. And then maybe you'll have a game that you'll be interested in playing for a long time. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're in yeah. esports. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're interested. Yes. I'm glad they're trying. Good <laughs> Thank job. Thank you guys for being here. Gold star petition participation Next medal. Next time. Yeah, Def yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But it's like, oh, wow, it sucks. Uh, Twitch just, is great. Yeah, Twitch is great. Twitch is well. well are they? Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Actually, if you guys are watching the live podcast, moving on. Yeah, the next, next one. The next topic is going to be. Yeah, we didn't. Mm, sorry, Amazon. Trust me, I like you. I have an Amazon package coming in the mail today. Well, actually, do I like Amazon? Dude, no. let's cut, cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next. Don't hate us, Bezos. <laughs> and the last topic for this week. Wow, last time we talked ah. about this was right before everything happened. Mm -hmm. uh, man. I hate I hate so much that we recorded that and then literally that evening I'm in bed chilling, scrolling through like All messages. Heck broke loose, and man. yeah, it's the world just lights on fire. If people don't mm -hmm. know, we we pre-record this podcast by one week. So last podcast we literally had we recorded the day it was announced, the Twitch mm -hmm. Safety Advisory Council. Yeah. And then within three days, uh, everything just went to crap. Uh -huh. And we can't reshoot these. We only see each other once per week. Uh, Either way, let's continue talking about this because this is a gigantic one. Obviously, we can't touch on every single angle out there, Zan, but I mean, I don't even know where to begin at this point. Is there a place to begin? Let's let's start with the least controversial aspect. Well, voice chat, voice comms? Yeah, voice comms, that's I feel how it like all started. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, see that's the weird thing cuz I kind of started seeing the deer stuff. Oh, yeah. Before the voice comm stuff. I forgot that was a thing, to be honest. Yeah, see, it's, there's too much. Yeah, there's so, too much all okay, at once. Yeah. Obviously, I, I would say least relevant to the fact that it's a Twitch council would be the deer clips mm -hmm. um, and also voice chat, voice comms being anti-inclusive. But even then, that was just the fluff on top. Yeah. Uh, then we dove into cis white males, her several clips now that mm. have surfaced, as well as tweets, by the way, um, that have recently resurfaced of her doubling down on her stance, apparently of, of a lot of gamers mm. being white supremacists. She then, after saying a lot, yeah. literally quote unquote, a lot of gamers are white supremacists, she then tweets that same day, I have never and never will say that most gamers are white supremacists. But Jake, she said a lot. Not most. Not <laughs> and I'm like, it's a 75% to a 70% difference. Dude, I, I read that tweet and I, I literally had to look back at myself. Am I going insane? That's 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 the make scene. She could be a politician right there. With like <laughs> because she's like that. not. Yeah. She, dare I say she's not wrong. Yeah. She did not say most gamers are white. She never will she's, say most. She'll, she'll say many. She'll say several. She'll say lots. Quite a few. <laughs> Not most, no. And, and it didn't stop there, Zan. Yeah. I think for me personally, I don't mm -hmm. know about you, the most disturbing thing was now a couple of different clips surfacing of mm -hmm. her saying she's endorsed by Twitch, she's backed by Twitch, you cannot get rid of me, mm -hmm. I have power, and even going on to say that some people yeah. should be scared of me. Yeah, it's just like, at what, what point do you stop digging yourself a further hole? You know, because at some point, obviously, you gotta, you gotta take into account, okay, Twitch is not forever. 
Okay, nobody's career with Twitch on Twitch is forever. Mm -hmm. Where are you going after this? Where if somebody looks up your name and sees clips of you shouting at people on the internet, telling Dude, them to you're be afraid such an of you. Adult. Like, you just say things so well. That's a real. I sorry. Uh, no, no. Fair I always play, do this, man. Play, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like a little kid, and you always have like these very uh, adult-like takes of like you know you're doing. You make a great point. Mm. You're doing this right now, and yes, um, people pointed that that she her streams are doing better than ever, right? Yeah, of course. Controversy brings views on Twitch. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I think I saw lately she was like a 70, 80 viewer streamer now in the several several hundreds, approaching mm. uh, over a thousand viewers as well because of all this controversy. Mm. And so you make a very good point. You cannot stream forever, and these headlines are likely going to be out there forever. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like we're seeing with the H3, H3 Keemstar stuff, right? Those mm -hmm. headlines do not go away. Mm -hmm. People can rehash those whenever they want and use them mm -hmm. against you for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I don't know. For me, it's very disturbing. Also, we now have Twitch's response. Yeah, which response. Which know, is yeah, it was, what we probably expected. Yeah, right? more or less. Yeah, it, it's how Twitch rolls. They give very general, broad statements. They don't punish people, really. They just say, hey, you know, it is what it is. They did They did confirm that these people don't have direct input on bans, uh, I believe, in their statement, which, you know, I guess that's good to know that, you know, Steph can't just be saying, like, oh, you're in my t t chat. I don't like you. You're banned. Yeah. But, you know. But they almost reinforce the fact that, what she said, they can't get rid of her. Mm -hmm. Because my final point is, if you have a council member who can say and do the things that she has done, at, at what point does Twitch finally step in? Uh, of course, they have remarks now that the Twitch council, mm -hmm. the Twitch Safety Advisory Council does not speak on the behalf of Twitch. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what that, that necessarily means. I don't know who they speak on the behalf of, uh, if they're the Twitch council. Um, but obviously, they have now pointed out that she can say all these things and, and not be punished in any way. Right. So uh, what can these guys say? What can these council members say? I don't know. I think I, I'm going to be keeping a close eye on Co in the next uh, few months because I feel like he, out of all the people listed, there's, you know, there's great people on that list, but I feel like he's the most outspoken and the most likely to actively push for positive change in a council like this. If you see the clips that he has posted out there, yeah. if you guys haven't, you should check him out. He has a couple clips on his Twitch page too right now. He mm. is definitely wanting something to be done. He's wanting to make a change. Yeah, he's pushing. He really is, like, trying. So, and you know. his thing, I think he actually stressed a lot with the band system. Mm. But now you have Twitch saying that that's maybe not going to, I don't know. Yeah, who knows which way it'll go. I, I, I want to make sure that we do note that, yes, there are, I think, Steph was getting at a point when she said voice comms aren't inclusive. She was getting at a point. I don't think that was a good point that she was making because you can't, have proper competitive sports with a team without communication in esports. You know, it's just not, it's not functional. You know, you can't be in text chat. You can't like. There's a reason why pro players yeah, talk to each other. Yeah, you have to talk to each other, which I, I get the thought process of there are problems with obviously some people treat women differently just by hearing the sound of their voice. But the solution to that is not let's remove voice columns from competitive play. There. And it's crazy that's mm -hmm. the stem of all of this. Yeah. But it gets so much worse from that. Yeah, like absolutely. That's the least yeah, of it, the worries now. It really should have just stayed there. Yeah. She should have stayed there and that would have been fine. And there are many arguments she could have made on behalf of many mm -hmm. people out there who absolutely. do face toxicity and harassment via voice chat. Mm -hmm. But now it's just stemmed into a much a much bigger issue on things that are probably not as important. Mm -hmm. um, so it's pretty crazy to see Twitch has pretty much confirmed that we cannot get rid of this person. And it's just... It feels so typical of Twitch, and it's, it's disappointing yeah. at the end of the day for yeah, me. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. She had a chance to actually say something and make a positive statement with her first day on the job, and she chose to instead, like, make everybody's lives, like, it, way harder. It baffles me. Way more me. problematic. It baffles me, Zan. After all of this, 
She has not apologized. Mm-hmm. Twitch didn't apologize. Mm-hmm. And we're all just moving on like, okay, this is acceptable. Yeah. yeah. What other choice do we have at this right. point? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Go to Mixer? Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Oh, man. I hope you guys all enjoyed. You know, the past like four to five podcasts have mm-hmm. been doing very well. Yeah. Thank you guys for all the support. We really appreciate you guys tuning in for, you know, the longer segments we do. We, we're glad you guys like our, our difference of opinions at mm-hmm. a lot of times and our discussion at length of a lot of these very crazy important points. And, mm-hmm. and we're glad to see you guys enjoying the content. Zan, hit him with that typical outro. Yo, let's hit it. All right. All right, guys. So if you'd like to listen to the Esports Rewind podcast, that's us on your phone, on your laptop. I mean, really anywhere that you have iTunes, Spotify, on the go, in your car. You know, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N right there on the desk. Tons of great esports talk shows there as well. So please, by all means, go download some. Support us that way. We do have ads there. It does help us out when you do download an episode, just to let you guys know. Uh, We appreciate all of our audio listeners as well. By all means, if you want daily esports news from us, check out our YouTube channel at Esports Talk. Uh, If you'd like to check us out on social media, reach out just to say hello, send us a story. You know, good vibes our way. We always appreciate that. You know, you can find us on Twitter at talk underscore esports, on Instagram at esports underscore talk, and on our website, esportstalk.com. Jake, you have any last (laughs) words you want to leave the good people with? I just love your outro, dude. No. Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you, good sir. Per usual, we be, we get so many DMs. You guys are awesome. Mm, yeah. uh, we we get so many stories. Thank so you, many thank you so much. Nice words. We can't always reply. Uh, I do apologize for that, but we really do appreciate you guys. Yeah. It's been a hectic week. Continue to be hectic over here, guys. As per usual, big things are coming once this whole thing ends. Anyway, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same time? Same time. Next week? Next week. Same thing? Esports no, no, no. Rewind? Well, let's mix it up. Let's, let's, we'll do Rewind Esports <laughs> next right, week. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Just keep it fresh. Keep it fresh, guys. Keep it real. Stay safe out there. We'll see you guys back here next week. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.